Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Breckenridge. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tastings. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how are you doing today? You know, I can't complain at all. Um, and no one would care if you did. Yep. Very true. The weather is phenomenal. If we could just get the state of Ohio, the city of Cincinnati, whoever is in charge, to stop doing all this damn construction, oh, yeah. everything would be so much better. It'd be perfect, <laughs> right? The sixth, the uh, sixth season of Cincinnati <laughs> road construction. <laughs> exactly, uh, part six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they uh, never uh, finish a project and they just start working on it. We've been. Yep. They've been ha- we've been having crazy construction outside in the middle of the night here, oh, outside God. our house, and we've that literally sucks. been blo- yeah. we've been getting everyone in the neighborhood involved. We've been blowing up the Ohio Department of Transportation. Um, we you know I we posted all over social media about it, and and people whose name you know info you can contact, blow up the Ohio Department of Transportation and tell them to stop doing construction on Montgomery Road in the middle of the night because it's a pain in the ass and we hate it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think people just hate construction in general, so everyone can kind of relate. Um, but there's that's good- why God invented bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why God invented bourbon, uh, and also uh, for you know, so you have something to uh, indulge in and drink while you're getting ready for the Kentucky Derby, which of course we're oh, also yeah. very excited about. Um, so we you know we got a lot going on today. We got a lot going on in the next few months, and we're all really excited about it. With so I don't want to hold anyone up because there's so much to talk about, so much exciting let's going get on. Into it. So let's dive right on in. Andy, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Breckenridge Bourbon. Sure thing. So Breckenridge. Uh Again, a newer brand, about four years younger than uh, Stranahan's that we talked about last week, went over last week. Yep. Yet another whiskey uh, in our Colorado uh, tour. Yeah, now Colorado that we're series. now that we're doing more, uh, whis- you know, American whiskeys. Yep. Uh, they're actually out of Breckenridge, Colorado. Um, originally founded in 08 out there. Um, big, uh, big, uh, like snowing. Or I should say snowboarding, area. skiing town. Yeah, area, absolutely. Yeah. And of course, you know their claim to fame. Uh, one, they're a high ride bourbon, but their claim to fame is uh, among all the awards that they've won, and being at least for a time one of the top three bourbons in the U.S. Um, really, they're distilled at the highest altitude, as far as I know, um, of all, at least of all American whiskeys. Um, and of course, as I mentioned, is one of the most highly awarded craft bourbons on the market today. Um, yeah, they're distilled at. 9,600 feet. Yeah, uh, which, that's way up there. Yeah, which to my knowledge, exactly, is the only whiskey, at least in America, distilled that high up in altitude. Gotcha. Uh, and so, of course, being a relatively younger brand, um, they kind of started out the traditional, or one of the two traditional ways that um, bourbon brands start out. They... Um, about three years after the distillery opened, they were going at about a case a day rate selling bourbon and vodka, which of course vodka is one of the cheapest ways for distilleries to kind of get up and running because you don't have to age it. All you have to do is distill it and get it to market. So while all your bourbon's aging, you can have something to sell and make money so that any investors are happy. <laughs> right. Um, of course now, you know, they're well above that rate now. They're up to about 140,000 cases a day now across you know, selling across 48 states in the union. Um, 
and this is a brand actually they did not start out a very traditional way um this is something kind of similar to how um balconis started out um where their founder um who is actually and he's still actually i think practicing in some respects i forget which area he does but he was originally a um a doctor like a medical doctor um i think either a radiologist or cardiologist or something like that um and it was something that he kind of was growing tired of doing the medical profession full-time with the amount of debt he had and wanted a plan b um and after a fishing trip with a friend, this uh, out to actually Breckenridge, um, this idea kind of came to him. It was just something that he, you know, he had taken a trip to Scotland, seen some of the distilleries there, liked Scot- their scotches. But um, it was also kind of something that after this trip, he was like, wait, maybe this is something I could do that I might actually enjoy. And he kind of had an epiphany there concerning the way their distilleries at least, um, caramelized and peated their malts um, prior to, you know, to stop the sugars um, getting out of the malts and be able to use those sugars during the mashing process and distillation process. Um, Gotcha. And so that was something, you know, he ended up, like I mentioned, he ended up um, going and not being entirely out of the medical field. He still does, I think, like some on the side medical work as radiologist or something. I forget exactly what he does. Okay. But, um, he, this is something now for the past 13 years or so he has been doing pretty much full time is working with this as distillery operating it as the owner and everything. Can't say I blame him. It looks like yeah. a, a really incredible operation. They got up there. Oh yeah. Ridge. Looks like it. Gorgeous. Uh, views obviously, but a really cool setup. Um, you know, they, they hype up the snow and the altitude a lot. Um, but it's just like a really, you know, it's like a ski lodge type vibe to the distillery. Yeah. I, and I really like it. It's very modern and, 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 and we forgot some huge fan. Oh yes. Oh, cheers. cheers. Sir. Salute. Oh yeah. That'll get you there. You know, it's something that they've done a good job with. And, you know, 13 years on, they're recognized for it. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, they've been recognized as one of the top bourbons in the industry. At least for, at one point during their history. You know, one of the top three in the in the industry. Yeah, they have uh, a lot of um, Icons of America awards. Uh, a lot of... Uh, oh, yeah. Icons, have- of, icons, of, icons of Whiskey America awards for uh, Brand Innovator... Um, you know, yeah, bar, bar manager of the year. They've yeah. got a bunch of these awards. That, yeah, you know, I think they're um, they're really a brand you can't sleep on. American Whiskey no. Magazine is always raving about them. They're 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 highly recommended across the board. Oh yeah, across the board they are. Um, and you know, it all comes down to what their product is. Uh, you know, it starts with their mash bill. I think they still use um snow melt from way up in the mountains, right outside Breckenridge. But then, it, you know, it also starts with their mash bill, too, which is 56% corn, 38% green rye, which is, I think, is like an old malted rye or newer, younger rye, I think, if I remember the uh, terminology right there, and then 6% malted barley. Um, and then, you know, that all then gets aged. I think it was 
about five to six years. They don't age date it, I don't think. Yeah, they don't. I've heard anywhere yeah. between two to five. Okay. A lot of times, they, I feel like it's at least three a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, typically. Typically it is, yeah. Um, and, you know, then they end up bottling it into a ton of different um, products. Um, you know, they have their... By the way, first off, before I go into this whole list of ones that they have, which one are we trying today? Of course. Today we are trying... The Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey, uh, a blend whiskey with snowmelt water from the Rocky Mountains. Okay. Okay. So I am assuming that is the uh, the Breckenridge Bourbon blend. With yeah. 80, at, clocking in at 86 proof. There. Yep. So that's the one we're we're trying today, and that's, I think, their most standard product that they have. Um, but, of course, they have a whole bunch of different other products as well. They have a whole bunch of different finished uh, whiskeys. Uh, they have a port cask finish. Rum cask finish, Madeira sherry cask, uh, PX sherry, distiller's high proof. They have a single barrel. Yeah, the, um, the port cask finish was the other one I saw uh, at, at Party Source um, that they were selling. Uh, so that's one maybe we'll have to sw- circle back point. around at some point. Yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, and then they have like a few other different whiskeys um, and malted whiskeys, as well as a spiced rum, a jam. Or a gin, a couple different flavored vodkas. They have a ton of products. Yeah. I mean, like, the list goes for, like, a half page on the number <laughs> of products they have. <laughs> Seriously. Like, they have a lot, including, you know, bitters and an aquavit in there. And, you know, if it's winning them awards, why stop doing that many products, you know? Yeah, they clearly know what they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think at this point... After discussing all that history, I think it's our favorite portion of the episode. Oh, we're so excited. So pour yourself a glass of the Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey uh, and join us for the tasting here in a minute. All right, folks, now that we have a glass of the Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey uh, poured, we're going to go ahead and start the tasting process. Of course, as always, we're going to start with the nose. Not much jumps up to the nose on me, personally. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of, like, um, like a hint a of some of spice, spice, but... Like, it's not much what did you, for me. What did you mention? I, I was saying the exact same spice. thing. Like a hint of spice, yeah. but it's kind of not much there on the nose. It's very warm. It reminds me a little bit of Stranahan's that we did last week, but not quite as complex, um, but still warm. And it's something you could definitely uh, see yourself drinking if you were up by, you know, cuddled yeah. up by a fire up there in the mountain, the Colorado yeah. mountains. It would definitely keep you warm, no doubt. You know, it gives little... me a bit of like bready or malt in there, kind of. Reminds me a little bit more of like a like is if you dig further into it a little bit more of like a traditional bready bourbon note in there for me. Oh yeah, um, kind of something similar to maybe Buffalo Trace or um, Old Forester, just like the standard eighty six proofer. Yeah, you got a lot of vanilla sweetness or some vanilla sweetness with uh, Stranahan's, and uh, you still got that spice. With this one, I'm getting more of like a cinnamony type um, sweetness to it, but it I feel like that kind of the cinnamon. The hint goes right in hand in hand with that that spice that I'm really picking up. Oh yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you there. Let's hit the palate, folks. Hmm. I think it's pretty consistent from nose yeah. to palate. I think it holds. It, it's pretty, like I said, pretty consistent. It reminds me a lot of what. You're getting in the nose there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, so I for didn't... me, right, the spicy cinnamon is, I'm getting a lot of that. 
I don't get as much of the cinnamon. I get some spices in there. I get, for me, some of those same bready notes I was talking about um, that come across at the end for me. But a lot of it, in it, even too, I get a lot of like a nutty, like a walnutty type note that I get a lot of like a beam or Heaven Hill product. I get a lot of oak oakiness to uh, it. I think maybe that's what I'm Maybe pick- that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. I'm picking up on that but it, as, it as gets, well. Yeah, it just it gets some of that not a, either nutty or oaky note in yeah, there that yeah. I associate oh, with those for sure. Brands. Not a lot of it's not. I mentioned last week Stranahan's had a very long lasting aftertaste. I'm not getting that yeah. at all with Breckenridge. Yeah, I this kind of like dies off fairly m- quickly. Medium length at best, kind of like short medium. Like it's it, it fades away pretty pretty quickly, but yeah, it's nice. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's not terrible. Not I at mean, all. No, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and I think especially with how young they are, they're doing a great job. Oh yeah, um, very good. Price tag is a little bit lower than what you're seeing with Stranahan's. Um, so I think that is kind of going in their favor a little good. bit too. Um, because so if you take every factor consideration, they're pretty close. I'd have to still give like a leg up to, to Stranahan's. I feel like they're, it's more of a, you know, it's kind of like a tin cup level right now is, is how I'm viewing it. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not too bad. I mean, it's Which is, yeah, nothing bad. That's not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. I mean, how, how much does it, did it run you? Uh, it was, it was 40, 44 before okay. taxes. Okay. So. Yeah. Still fairly affordable yeah, for the most not, part. Not as bad, not quite as pricey as Stranahan's, but middle shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, like lower middle shelf. When you're still wise. under that fifty marker, where you're like yeah. really shelling out um, for for a bourbon, you might not know that well. Um, I think it's definitely um, again, if you're wanting to have you, if you're wanting to see something like someone who has a lot of Colorado whiskeys or really has a lot of American whiskeys, you're really kind of up in the know when those types of of, of bourbons and, and whiskeys. I think this is definitely a great one for the collection. Yeah. Because it's got to stand out because people are like, oh, what's this? And I, I think it's also going to live up to the hype. There are some other whiskeys similar to that where people, you know, you don't really, know, a lot of people don't know a lot about it. You might not know a lot about it going in and you get it and you drink it and you're like, well, honestly, this might have been a mistake. I'm not loving it. Uh, we're going to be doing Wyoming whiskey in the, in the near future at some point uh, yeah. as we're doing these these out west whiskeys. And that one just didn't quite live up to what I was yeah. hoping for the first time I tried it. Hopefully the next time when we do the podcast, it will, it'll live up do a little better. bit better. But yeah. th- this one I'm very, very satisfied with. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, agreed. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all of them. Go to our Facebook page. Go to our Instagram page. We're really going to be stepping up our content here. We have been stepping up our content. So, you know, again, we really appreciate everyone who is out there supporting us. Um, make, sh- uh, make sure you have a great week. You pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.